Welcome aboard, Captain. Uh, welcome to Wrath of Khan Minute, uh, where we analyze the Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan one minute at a time. My name's David Stoker. And I'm Chris LaSalle. And uh, we are going to move into Minute 2 of more excitement of credits. No actual action this week, or this day, or this minute. Lots of words, lots of people, people we know, people we love, people we're being introduced to. True. Yes. Yes. Um, before we get started on the minute, there's one thing that I would be remiss if I did not bring up, which we should have brought up last minute, is that it is the 50th anniversary of Star Trek this year. And obviously that's a big thing in the Star Trek universe. All kinds of conventions, all kinds of concerts with the music, and just want to you know, tip my hat and say happy 50th to Star Trek. Excellent. Well, that's that's another great reason for doing this. <laughs> Score. Perfect, perfect timing. Right. And uh, uh, I think the other one, too, just anniversary-wise, I know that next year, uh, 2017, is the 35th anniversary of this film. Uh, right, which, yes. Which, which is nuts. Again, perfect timing. We perfect picked time. the perfect time to start this. Right. So if we drag our feet enough, we might actually finish it in 2017. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So uh, so we left off uh, last minute with the uh, introduction of Leonard Nimoy, just a little clip of that. And this is just introducing pretty much the entire cast um, in this minute. And we get, uh, you know, we get all the way to the executive consultant, Gene Roddenberry. Um, obviously, it doesn't include all of the cast, but it just, you know, the, the people who are, quote, starring in the movie. Right. And I do have some commentary on that as we go through this because there's like a mixed bag of you know you've got your the the, the main guys right we already talked about Shatner and Nimoy and start off right. with DeForest Kelly and and then they move into they give start labeling people so there's a group of people that are co-stars yes and then there's other people that are also in the film <laughs> and right. then they have yes. and then they they give well we'll get into it but then they name people they name the char- some of the character names like yes it's so. There's got to be a logic to it, but I couldn't figure it out. Well, I think, uh, you know, watching a lot of TV, I think, you know, you have the main stars, and then you always have, like, the special guest star is, you know, so-and-so starring as, you know, Dr. Kildare, whoever it is, you know. Dr. Kildare. I don't know why I pulled that one out. But anyway, so we start off with, uh, we see uh, DeForest Kelly, and as, as we go through this, and I mentioned to you offline, one of the things that I found out was, a lot of these people are no longer with us. Oh. Um, there's a lot of the, the, the main cast, the people that are starring, co-starring, uh, also starring, uh, are, you know, have passed away you know, as early as 89 and as recent as 2009. So I thought that was kind of interesting that uh, a lot of these uh, dear friends have, uh, have departed. Yeah, that is, uh, that is a little depressing. So hopefully we can get through this uh, depressing minute and uh, get on to some good stuff. <laughs> depressing in so many ways. No action. <laughs> Everyone's dead. <laughs> All right. So kicking it off then, right? Uh, first, uh, 
uh, DeForest Kelly, um, which I didn't know, and I, I, I don't know if this is going to like call us out as bad Trekkies. Uh, I didn't know DeForest wasn't his first name in, in researching this. His first name is Jackson. Oh, I did, I did not know that. All right. I don't feel as bad then if you don't know it either. <laughs> no, I just sort of like was researching like some of the shows he was on, like what he did before Star Trek, and um, he was one of the ones that uh, seemed to have a good career of guest starring on a lot of TV shows before um, before Star Trek came along. Right, right. Um, yeah, I, I, I did the same thing looking into, into all of his uh, guest stuff, and he was actually, before he got into Star Trek, was well known for a lot of westerns. Um, yes. And uh, the Virginian Bonanza yeah. Um, yeah, I think the big one was that I found was Lone Ranger and uh, Bonanza. Yep. And he actually was, he posthumously, after he passed away, uh, he posthumously won a Golden Cowboy Boot Award. Oh. <laughs> Which I did, did not know that. <laughs> nor did I know those existed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But really. it was for all of, his, uh, all of his work in Westerns. Oh, no. That's um, great. So, yeah, I thought that's the other thing, too. I just thought it was, uh, would be interesting as we go through these guys is like, all right, how far, how far out into the Star Trek universe did they go as far as, you know, their character? Right. And so... Um, obviously, he he was in films all the way up till Star Trek VI, yep. the, un, the Undiscovered Country, and he also made it made an appearance as I don't know 150 year old <laughs> Admiral yeah, well, he, Admiral McCoy in Next Generation. I don't know how old he was. Yeah, in the, in the pilot episode, it was in the uh, first episode of Next Generation. Um, as we found, a couple of the people in uh, in the cast have been. Uh, either in an episode or starred with the the crew of the next generation obviously Shatner and uh definitely Nimoy cuz he was in many episodes right. of next generation but we have you know DeForest Kelly and James Doohan and uh, a couple of the other people were also in episodes of uh next generation right well nice segue James Doohan is next up co-starring the first of our co-starring folks yes co-starring uh, yep another not f- quite a not quite a star a co-star co-star I wonder yes. how they all felt about that. Um, I'm sure that, you know, reading a lot of the books and things that I'm sure we have, uh, there was a lot of animosity to especially Shatner. Um, and I know that him and Doohan did not get along all that great. That's too bad because they're always such pals in the show, in the films. Yes, right. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so. And, an- and another one of our crew that has passed away, he did pass away in 2005. Yep. He made it all the way up through Star Trek Generations, so he was part of the crossover. Yep. Into the next generation. He yep, was in, he also. Yeah, in the next generation. Do you know yep. that episode? I do. It was uh, he was caught in some sort of transporter loop, and uh, when they find him, they they re-energize him into existence again. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to even dig into that one. That one was. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the nerds have have picked that one apart as far as yeah. what happens to your <laughs> mind after being in there for 40 years or whatever it was. And uh, exactly. So here's a fun here's a fun tidbit on James Doohan that I, that I found out that I really loved. He was in an episode of MacGyver. 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 Really? Yeah. And his wow. his character's name was Speedy. So awesome! I, I I I did not get to see the episode, so I don't quite know if they were if it was a tongue-in-cheek, you know, right. allusion to Scotty. Uh, but yeah, he was Speedy in MacGyver, which I thought was pretty funny. Right. Um, he was also, I think, the only character I found or you found that we found 
who was also starred or was in an episode um, of TV with Ricardo Montalban on Fantasy Island. Yes, Governor Gaspar Denard. Sure. I, I did not even look in to see if I could find that episode. I don't even know if Fantasy Island is available to watch on online or not. That would be good to go back and uh, see Mr. Rourke and Tattoo. Good times. Love Boat, Fantasy Island. That's a Saturday yep. night. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else on... Uh, oh, wait. You know, it, Scotty. Do you prefer Scotty or Mr. Scott? Um, I, I always liked Scotty. I don't know why. You I know they... Uh, you know, the several nicknames. You know, the Miracle Worker from uh, Episode 4 and... Um, you know, I just liked. I always liked Scotty. I always thought that was. Uh, yeah, was I think good. he was. He always getting. Was he always getting in trouble when he got referred to as Mr. Scott? Is that when he's in getting reprimanded? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Troublemaker. All right. Who's next on the docket? So next is, uh, and I, you know, I'm going to pronounce the name the way I think it should be pronounced. But uh, you know, it's Walter. Koenig? Or is it Koenig? Like, what is the actual pronunciation of his last name? Uh, I thought it was Koenig. Koenig, yeah, that's what I thought it was too, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Okay. I thought you were going to pronounce Walter like Wilter or something. Wilter. (laughs) So, uh, he he actually was one of the ones that I found that did a lot of stuff after Trek, and still did things with a lot of the fan-made stuff, like uh, Star Trek New Voyages and mm. uh, Star Trek of Gods and Men and I think there's a, something else that either was coming out or just came out called Star Trek Renegades I didn't really look into what that was but I had seen a couple of things of the Star Trek New Voyages um, episodes and you know it was a lot of the, the, the old timey uh, Kirk and uh, on the original Enterprise sort of thing um, and it was definitely you know they recreated the bridge and uh, all fan-made episodes of, uh, you know, okay, uh, you which know. I found interesting that they they got him to, you know, do uh, Chekhov again. Yeah, especially if it's fan-made because I I definitely saw that in my research too, like looking just seeing what they're up to and seeing those those shows listed. I'm like, those can't be. I'm like, there's no way I don't know about that. There's another Star Trek series on TV, right? Yeah, <laughs> and and I I kind of just. I turned a blind eye to it because I'm like, uh, I feel awful if there's actually if I've missed that. So I'm <laughs> glad to hear it was fan, fan fiction or or fan made. So I feel a little better now. Yes, um, he also was on another sci-fi series after Star Trek, which was uh, Babylon Five, which ran for a number of years. Did you ever watch it? I did not. I didn't not, either. Not my cup of tea. No, I didn't either. Not. Um, yeah, I know, a, I know a lot of people loved it, but I just couldn't get into it. I found out that uh, Walter also was a writer. Oh, really? Yeah, and he actually wrote a couple of episodes of some TV shows from when we were kids. Uh, Land of the Lost. Do you, do you remember that? Great, Sid, great Mar- yeah, Sid and Marty Croft. He wrote an episode of Land of the Lost, and he also wrote an episode of the Star Trek, the animated series. Oh. Which I, you know, those were, uh, you know, I, I remember watching those, and did they... I mean, they got pretty much the entire crew to do that. I, I mean, think so, every, yeah. Most every, everyone from Shatner, Nimoy, you know, the rest of them. And, I mean, were they, were they, I never really looked into this to see if they were like, did they just take the voiceovers from the episodes and just sort of repurpose a lot of their dialogue? Or were they in the studios recording new 
brand new content. No, they were, they were, as far as I, from what I picked up is they recorded new content. Because one of the complaints I saw under when we uh, was doing research on DeForest Kelly was he didn't like doing the animated series because they weren't acting, you know, they were all the, you know, sound booths individually, or they'd recorded their parts individually. So he was never able right. to, you know, act against Shatner or, or Nimoy. Um, right. And he, so he said he really did not enjoy the experience. Hmm. I probably, uh, well, after work, working on the show and then working on that, probably must be a different experience in trying to still play that that character. Yeah, sure. Did you know Chekhov? Yeah, I think you probably know, right? Chekhov wasn't in the original uh, series, I think, until season two. Yes. Um, but one <laughs> one thing that made me laugh was uh, they brought him on partly because he uh, they added in the cast partly because he resembled Davy Jones. And they were trying to attract like a younger audience and attract girls to the show. And uh, I, uh, I can see that. I can see where they may have gotten that. Yes, definitely, definitely with that haircut. And uh, yes. but the the first thing that popped into my head when I read that was like, all I can picture now is you know, those musical montages that are in the monkeys and like seeing them, seeing all the, <laughs> all the characters like run across hallways right. in one door and out the other, and you know, big chase scenes and some music playing in the background. <laughs> so. Excellent. Good show. Good show. Uh, uh, so we move on to uh, George Takai, Mr. Sulu. Mr. Sulu. He, uh, would you say, most prolific out of all of the cast members as far as outside of Star Trek? His resume was like um, a mile long. Yeah, he did a, you know, a lot of stuff uh, pre and post Star Trek and a lot of stuff that obviously was not, you know, the same, where it seemed like a couple of the other characters, they did a lot of work before, and then not much after, or a little bit after, but it seemed like he just had a, he had a very um, broad resume. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's he's big on social media now, and, uh, you know, he's been in bit parts playing even himself in a lot of movies. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of that. You know, oh my. <laughs> oh my. Wasn't it, now, was the oh my, I love oh my. But was oh my in Star Trek, or was that something that came later? I, I don't, you know, I don't know what the inception or where that, where oh my came from. But I know he wrote a book about it, um, which probably would be good reading, because I do like George and his humor. Agreed. Um, uh, some background here, for at least for as far as Khan goes. He initially turned down appearing in Wrath of Khan, and I guess uh, William Shatter. William Shatner gave him a call and talked him into it. Oh. Which uh, I don't think I would like any Star Trek movie where he's not at the helm. Well, I don't think we'd want any of the, you know, any of the uh, initial, you know, the original cast being in a, not being in a movie. Mm-hmm. I think it would, I would think it would feel a little, little weird. Who, so, okay, so then who would be your, if you had to choose, who would be the first one to go? That you like, meh, I could do without him. Mm, Uhura. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of. Now Now we're going to sound totally sexist because we said that. I was, just, I agree I was with just you. thinking of that after, yeah. after, after I said that, and I'm like, hmm. And it's not because she wasn't a great actress, or it just didn't seem like, you know, she was pivotal. She And if you've ever seen the movie um, Galaxy Quest, they absolutely 
bag on her in that movie where the you know Sigourney Weaver's character is repeating what the computer says, and it's sort of <laughs> the same role that Nichelle Nichols played, which was, you know, <laughs> not necessarily repeating what the computer said, but she was just you know incoming call captain you know she right. just wasn't integral i think where you have you know sulu pilots the ship you know you have the captain the science the doctor the engineer and you know check off with the weapons and the you know being the you know the young guy I, I just didn't think she was necessarily vital to the show right yeah i yeah i think she's you know i love her too and so again so those are already like looking at us like we're these two jerks right right <laughs> I love her too, but I think you know of all of the the quirks and all of the all the characters that you know make you love them. Or whatever she didn't, she just didn't have that little that little quirk, you know, a little charm. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, okay. Let's move on because we sound like jerks. <laughs> yes. So uh, one thing, one interesting thing about George Takai that I found, and this is like one of those silly little things that you find funny, is that he was actually in a TV show in 1975 called Con. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was about a. Uh, it was like the American version of Charlie Chan, where they would solve murders. I think it only lasted like four episodes, but um, I just thought that was like, hmm, interesting. Little, uh, yeah. Who knew? So then we move on to again, Nichelle Nichols. Who Nichelle, played. we love Nichelle. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we do. I do. And I, you know, again, I, I go back and say, like, I don't think it would be right if any of the original cast was, was missing from any of the movies or, you know, post Star Trek things. But, you know, if you had to hold me to the fire and say, who would I get rid of? It probably would be her. Right. But let's but, uh, give her all her credits where credit is due, right? She's famous. Yes. She's a famous actress because of, you know, breaking down stereotypes for African-American yep. women um, and I guess African-Americans in general um, and uh, famous for the first interracial kiss on TV between her yep. and Kirk. Um, but, and that's all great. And, and, you know, those people listening to this podcast would know all this stuff, right? This is not like new right. news, but uh, one thing I didn't know that I learned about her as part of this was she worked for NASA. Oh, I did. I did not know that. Yeah, she worked for NASA, and uh, she was like a liaison um, who was in charge of, um, I'm not going to say managing, but uh, welcoming like uh, new recruits, new incoming astronaut recruits. And oh. she, she did that from the, uh, uh, from the 70s all the way up to 1987. And I guess she interacted with like, you know, famous astronauts including a couple of the astronauts that died in the challenger accident so she's she had oh, wow. a, she, yeah she was pretty uh well connected and uh, i had no idea wow i me neither pretty cool right? kudos to her yeah yes all right um Anything she also did uh, yeah. she, nope i was just gonna say she also did a couple of those fan uh you know those post uh things with uh, uh walter with uh, star trek of gods and men and that star trek renegades show um, but I think that was pretty much all I, I sort of had on that. On the shell. Alrighty, moving on then. So now you get into, again, these weird credits where now it's also starring. Right. And and is this one, talking about pronouncing things, is it B.B. Besh? That's what I thought, B.B. Besh, yes. All right. B.B. Besh, also gone, right? Also, passed away? Also passed away. She passed away in 1996. Yep. Carol Marcus. Carol Marcus. So now this one, and we'll talk about her obviously more when she actually shows up in the movie. But one right. of my one of my goals in 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 you know picking this movie apart and you know getting into all the nitty gritty, I'm convinced 
that she was in the original series somewhere. <laughs> but I'll be damned if I can find it. <laughs> and and I, I, I think I'm wrong. But I'm, I just find her character and the backstory and everything that's you know that happens in this film that we'll talk about right. when we get to it. So there is rumors, like a lot of fans have speculated that she was a character in the uh, episode with Gary Mitchell, that she was the, quote, little blonde technician in the second, I think it was in the second pilot episode where No Man Has Gone Before, where yeah. she is that character. At Carol Marcus? Yes. They don't name her and they don't, but apparently he's, uh, she is a character that uh, Gary Mitchell, when he's, um, you know, trying to distract Kirk and, uh, you know, take over, I think, the Enterprise. Yeah. Uh, he uses her to distract. They never name who the character is, but there are fans who believe that that was Carol Marcus. Oh, it, it's not the same actress. No, it's not the same actress. Okay. That'd be a giveaway. Yes. Oh. Well, I agree. Yes, that would oh. be a giveaway. All right. Well, I'm going to save that one because, again, my that's one of the things I wanted to do. I haven't obviously researched every minute. We're only a minute two, but that's one of the things I want to find out. I want to find out more about Carol Marcus. She's fascinating. Yes. Agreed. All right, Merit, Merit, Butrick, Butrick. <laughs> Butrick. Thank you for going with Butrick because I was going to say yep. Buttrick. And uh, this is where he they name him as David. They they come out and say exactly who he is. They say Merit Butrick as David. Right. Um, he also uh, passed away. He passed away in '89, um, which uh, again with the tidbits of information, uh, you don't see him in undiscovered country, but you see only his picture. Um, they obviously used his picture from previous episodes. Uh, he was in uh, episodes, uh, movies two and three, yep. uh, as David, right. but um, they only used his picture because they couldn't use any because obviously he had passed away. Right. Right. Um. Did you also know that he was on? He was in Star Trek: Next Generation. The actor? No, I did not. Yes, he's one of the. Uh, we we skipped someone else. There's another maybe coming up. Uh, as far as all these crossovers and yeah, he was uh, right. he played a character. Uh, Tazan was his name. Ooh. He was he was in the Next Generation. He was some kind of I don't know if he was a smuggler. He was he was his he, he was addicted to. Uh, I'm not even going to go into all of it. He was addicted yeah. to something, and he ended up you know holding the Enterprise hostage at some point. And oh, uh, but. Uh, I I I remember I remember I was getting a kick out of it watching the Next Generation you know kind of when it was when it was originally on and you'd right. have these guest stars you know whether it was you know James Doonan or or these kind of secondary characters and like oh my God that's David you know and uh, but I forgot about it completely until uh, until right. researching this I'm like oh yeah I remember that and so that's pretty cool and that Dude. brings us to and Paul Wilf Winfield as Terrell. Who also has passed away. Uh, passed away in 2004. Man. Uh, um, and I think what I remember uh, Mr. Winfield from the most is uh, the Terminator. Yes. He plays the uh, you know the police officer that tries to protect Sarah Connor and, and you know eventually loses his life. But uh, you know that's what I remember him most from. Not ne- you know I remember from uh, Wrath of Khan, but I also remember from that. And he was also one that played. Uh, in an episode of The Next Generation. Yep, I found that too. Captain Dathan? Dathon? Yeah, that was the one where he uh, could only speak in, it was either like uh, uh, idioms or, you know, he could only speak in, in phrases that, that meant something. Um, 
you know, like a, the Battle of Tanagra. I remember that, you know, and it meant something like, you know, uh, friend friendship or something like that. And him and Picard had to sort of like, uh, you know, figure out a common language. I just I remember that episode vividly, which was, you know, a, a very good episode. Speaking in idioms, hmm. we should try that in one of our episodes. <laughs> I think our audience would hate that. <laughs> um. Alright, uh, so uh, and now uh, anything else on Paul? Uh, nope, that was about it. Alright, so now the, I- introducing Kirstie Alley. Yes. As Savik. And the reason why obviously they're introducing her is because this is her first uh, motion picture. Um, I believe she had done one TV series before this movie, but I believe this is her first introduction to the uh, motion picture field. Yes, that's correct. Did you dig in a little bit on that TV show she was on? I did not. Okay, so did, I'm assuming you did. I did. It was <laughs> called. It was called uh, Cork. Uh, uh, came out in 1978. Science fiction. So all fit so far, right? Yeah. The, the description I found on uh, just IMDb uh, for Cork was uh, it was about the misadventures of an outer space garbage collector and his crew. Okay. Uh, I, I so want to see this show. <laughs> How many episodes did that thing last? Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But the, the, the first thing, the question I thought, I was like, so with a premise like that, would, could a show like that get made today? <laughs> could someone pitch that and say, here's, what I, here's, here's the idea I've got? <laughs> and you know what? It may. It could. Absolutely. I, I suppose. Absolutely. It's, yeah, they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's a niche for hoarders that love space or, you know, I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Kirstie Alley. Uh, Savik. Love the name. We'll talk about yes. it a million times. You know, so much more, but love the name. Now, do we want to go into some fun things about Savik or do we want to wait until we actually see her in the episode I think we should wait I think we should we're just trying to get through this this first three, right. mi- three okay. minutes of words <laughs> let's save all the fun yes. stuff for later um, and uh, you know we know Kirstie Alley from obviously I think her most famous role after this was probably Cheers placing Shelley Long and then the numerous amounts of reality shows she's been on yes I love her. She's hilarious. I find her still hilarious. Anything she does. Yes. Um, and then finally, in this what, wrapping up this minute, right? Closing out this minute? Um, no, actually, he does not close out the minute. We get a little snippet of someone else. Oh, we do? We'll yes. All right. So, we're, so, so let's move on then to Ricardo. So, and starring Ricardo Montalban as Khan. And I had mentioned to you offline, which I guess you didn't know, was that he did also pass away. He passed away in 2009. I didn't know that. I feel like such a schmuck. Khan passed away, yes. But he was a great actor. I mean, he did a lot of things that I really liked. Obviously, the big one was Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. He was in a couple of the Planet of the Apes movies. He was Armando, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, you know, and he did countless of, you know, different, you know, one-off shows. I think he was in a bunch of westerns as well. Oh, really? Um, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know much about him other than Fantasy Island. That's just the kind of the extent of my knowledge. Um but uh, which again, I, I, I don't know if I'm just in a mood. Um, can you picture tattoo as part of Khan's gang? <laughs> <laughs> try, not try. really, not really. 
So now that I put that in your head, when we get to all that stuff, that's what you're yeah. going to picture now. That's, like, that's what I'm going to picture. This little guy trying exactly. to look over the over the control panels and stuff on the bridge. Right. <laughs> Dressed in rags. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> uh, okay, now that's all I'm going to think about. Yep, see? So, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, all, all right. right. So what did I, I miss? I th- a, yeah, so, what's the, so what we do get, we close out? I think we get a little bit of intro to uh, executive consultant Gene Roddenberry. I think we I think right. we get a flash of that. That's right. We do. So we want to save Gene Roddenberry stuff for minute three? So we can save uh, Gene Roddenberry for minute three. All right. We're on the same page. Well, great. Well, there we go. Another minute down. Uh, the good news is minute three actually has a little bit of action in it, so we're getting there. Um do you have anything else on this minute before we wrap it up? Nothing on the minute, but I will say that, um, and, I, and I think I've mentioned to you a couple times, is one of my pet peeves with movies, and obviously this is, this is movies a long time ago because most movies today don't seem to do this, is that they have these long, drawn-out opening credit scenes. Like, it's like three or four minutes. It's yeah. like, give me the title, let's get to the movie. Like, I think what's interesting, and I'm going to, say Star Wars is that at least we're getting information like during the crawl mm-hmm. you know we're sort of saying you know setting the, the scene it's like you know most of the movies nowadays it's most audience members want to just they want to get to the they want to get to the movie they don't really want to sit through a long drawn out credit crawl at least that's how I feel yeah yeah this is definitely which, I'm, which I'm glad in the next minute we get through thank god <laughs> <laughs> um all right. Well, great. Well, then I think I think with that, then we'll uh, we'll wrap things up, and um, we'll be back again on Friday. Again, we're trying to go every other uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Um, yep. In the meantime, if folks want to reach out to us, we're uh, we're available. Uh, at, yeah, you can email us at podcast at ratherconminute dot com. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. Love to hear your comments on on uh, upcoming minutes that we could share uh, share with the audience. Um, We'll probably look into other social media, you know, the, the Twitters and the Facebooks and all that jazz as we go along. But uh, right. uh, definitely starting out with email. That's the uh, best way so best way to reach us right now. So right. Um, uh, I guess until then, we will uh, uh, we'll see you next time. I guess we'll sign off here. And, uh, yeah, see you next time. On Wrath of Khan Minute. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.